This is a HeadGum Podcast. Salutations. Well, hello there. Welcome, friend, foe, heel, baby face alike. All are welcome at the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I'm your wonderful darling, redheaded, bearded host, wrestling Matt McCarthy. With me, professional wrestling encyclopedia. He's a jam-up guy. He's never ducked anybody, anywhere, anytime. Come come get me. <laughs> Mr. Vince Averill. Good news, Matt. Very good news. He's a high flyer of the highest caliber. The pre-show for the Royal Rumble has already started. It's already underway. We f- oh, uh, goddamn! Get Nakamura out of the way. Just uh, who that wants shit, to that see pre- it? The, the Rumble pre-show starts at two p.m. out here in the West, which means five in the East. Which means what the fuck are we doing over here? Which means it starts in is Arizona on Mountain Time or Pacific Time? I think it's. I don't know. Feels like it's close enough to be on so Pacific. Maybe three o'clock know. in in Phoenix. Uh, that's a that's a hot hard to say. What I do know starts at three o'clock is our live show Mania Weekend, which is Saturday, April sixth, three o'clock. Doors will obviously be earlier than that. Uh, in the shadow of Madison Square Garden at the Pitt Theater, a mere stone's throw away, a, a stone cold throw away, baby. It's gonna be a fucking good time, and then we'll all go to the garden together uh, as long as everybody has a ticket to the garden. Get your tickets now, because uh, this isn't even it, wrestling hyperbole. We're, we're moving this time, yeah, man. Some the, things are percolating. The tickets know, are moving you know, pretty quickly. The well, stars have aligned. There's nothing going on. Thepit-nyc.com or any of our social media, website, this, that, the other, etc. and so forth. It is a momentous occasion. Big Mania Live show. It's going to be, uh, gonna it's be, gonna be a part um, Man, shout out to Kevin Barnett. Rest in peace. Uh comedian we knew from back in new york yeah. awful yeah just, just wanted to get that out there that shit you know it's fucked up yeah it's fucking awful um rate review subscribe go to we watch wrestling podcast.com go to headcom.com uh pro wrestling tees.com slash uh i guess we watch wrestling patreon patreon.com we've got a we got I mean if you just put you know you put we watch wrestling podcasts into the pro wrestling tees you'll find us yeah no it's we watch wrestling we watch wrestling yeah uh, 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 <laughs> pro wrestling tees something like oh, I that. think are having another sale they uh, seem to be having a lot of sales lately. a lot of sales everything's for sale so you know go get some of the some of the merch we've got over there if you feel like it uh, I wonder if all elite is going to have a association with pro wrestling tees oh they already do oh they they're, already do they're already, oh they're already selling their shirt there they're already they've already had sex many times they're in bed together gross <laughs> they're in bed with pro wrestling tees just wearing the t-shirt oh, just wearing a pro wrestling tee to bed yeah definitely man direct to garment but whatever um like in like in the wedding singer like you know his creepy ex-girlfriend has on like a t-shirt of bullet club yeah. He's like, hey, Psycho, take off that shirt before you jinx the group and they break up. 
<laughs> hey, Psycho. Hey, Psycho Sid. Man, so much has been happening. And so much is is about to happen. Where This is the go home to the rumble, man. It is the go home to the rumble. What's your favorite rumble? Is it 92? Is it 97? It's probably 92. Yeah, I think 92 is a really good one. Um, 92 but, just had that star power. But yeah. But 97 had that amazing Austin. Yes, I don't. Although that's not the one where he was like not in the ring for a bunch of it, right? Because he was like, getting, no, that's ninety nine. Yeah, that one was not as good. Uh, that was such bullshit because it's him and McMahon started number one and number two, and yep. then, oh, well, how do we get out of this? Mm, he should chase me into the shitter. Yeah, <laughs> have the corporation beat him up in the John. <laughs> yeah, like that, like that. Uh, and 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 somebody should be in there taking a shit. Like that, uh, the. That Street Fighter, whatever it was, where Kevin Sullivan and uh, Chris Benoit, remember that? No. That brawl? That I remember. WCW. Not not a rumble, but obviously. But uh, Did they wind up there was the a WCW match where they were like, oh, yeah, they when they when I think there was maybe some legit uh, animosity. But uh, That sounds familiar. Yeah, you'd know it if you saw it. Yeah. Um, but I think in more recent times, it's not so much that the entire rumble is good, but they have really dialed in the last, like getting that last... 10 or 15 minutes yeah where there's like three or four guys well that one i guess was it last year the one where, where sh- that shinsuke won yeah might have been the best rumble match they ever did yeah that was really good you know uh, it comes down to him and it came down to him and roman right i'm almost sure yeah because it was yeah like i they're, they're just like some really good tease you the know? finish of that was fucking hot I have to believe. Uh, oh, with, you gotta believe in it. With with this guy coming in at number thirty, our truth's got as good a chance as anybody. Come Sunday, he's earned the right to enter last, and uh, this is going to be the rebirth of K Quick, Ron Killings. <laughs> no more joking around. He's coming in. He's so good in his role. He is really good in his role. Yeah, which is why. They probably what did will, he say? They will probably clown him, but it'll be I great know. because he'll he'll be great. It seems like they got to do the thing where, like in the women's rumble, it's number thirty, and then he comes out. Yeah, it's like the only it's yeah. the only thing that makes sense. But Carmella got thirty in that one, right? And then once he's confused, and then oh. all the action stops. Because yeah. oh, can, can we bring the women's rumble to a grinding halt? God, we got to insert some entertainment into this thing. I just picture him, you know, coming in getting immediately in the middle of the ring saying what's up and then someone just grabbing him and throwing you know he's he's like going in and out but, yeah becky lynch breaking his nose or something uh now uh, there is some cause for concern i know that titus o'neill has been announced for the rumble so what, what the hell what was that segment <laughs> what the fuck was that why do i why do i i spend three hours watching raw and half the time i'm like if you spend three hours god bless you <sighs> I got to start working out like Meltzer. <laughs> You'd be so jacked. You ever hear him tell the story about how that all went down? Uh-uh. Because when he got together with his wife, you know, clearly she was into the muscles. Okay. And then he wasn't hitting like the, the bodybuilding is hard. He yeah. still, you know, stayed in shape, but wasn't clanging and banging like he used to. She bought him the weight set. She bought him the weight set that he has in his house. Get it back, Dave. Right. And she's like, you, 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 you can find the time. Less tapes, more weights. <laughs> <laughs> a 
a lot of times sitting on your ass typing at the keyboard. Oh, don't, don't you love that when you listen to Wrestling Observer Radio? Anytime there's typing and clicking, you know it's his old <laughs> shitty computer. I want to see his computer. That keyboard He's is dusty. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, when he leans back in his chair, you can hear it squeak sometimes. I think we texted about this, but I don't know if we ever talked about it. But I just found out his wife still coaches at a college in Michigan, Lawrence Tech. How is that possible? I don't. That's what I don't know. I have no idea. But Who is raising those kids? Yeah, I don't know, man. She He's up be- at five in the morning watching New Japan Live. Lawrence Tech is not sending a Learjet to get Mrs. Meltzer every morning for, for practice, you know? For what sport? Field hockey? I don't remember if it was uh, field hockey or volleyball or... Those are, those are some go-to female sports. Yeah. I Yeah, I can't remember, but um, strange. He was also talking news. about recently uh, there was some... He was going to be on some MMA, you know show like show okay. yeah and he was wearing long sleeves and she was getting at him she was like you gotta wear short sleeves show off your arms <laughs> and he's like bobby lashley's gonna be on it there's no point uh, uh, uh bobby lashley uh, uh, babe you know who bobby lash uh bobby lashley i do like uh leo he's a, he does a good job he's so good yeah i mean it's hard to complain that they're wasting him, but they're certainly not using him to his full potential. I mean, obviously anybody who's but I think he small, does work. I mean, I I know he. I saw a match that he had on two hundred five not that long. <laughs> two hundred five. That that's a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, where else would they? You know. Mm. Oh goddamn! Only Mustafa Ali was able to graduate. Um, how good is he? He's excellent. That's probably why he graduated. Yeah, because they were like that fucking vignette they did of him. I think there's got to be a lot of you know scrambling a little bit with guys who could obviously benefit other places and them coming to they, the end or <laughs> they're in a, they're in a shit. Yeah. Revival wants out. Let me, let me go back real quick though. And just say that I hope that Titus rides one of those chairs, like some, like old people ride up the stairs. He just rides the chair. Like down, the old lady in gremlin down the ramp. <laughs> it stops. <laughs> he unbuckles the safety belt and gets off. And then hopefully he's able to get in the ring safely. Like Iron Sheik and the fucking <laughs> the Battle Royal at Mania. Yeah, no. He, he, also, well, speaking of the the Andre the Giant, Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, I would rather if I was a wrestler, I'd rather not even be on the Mania card than be on that fucking thing. Well, it is. I just want to say that for the record. Yeah, no. I mean, it's I'm like, sure. I'm sure the entire roster feels the same way. It's the ultimate lumberjack match. <laughs> it's, the, it's the ultimate circle jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the record. Yeah. We'll put it on the record, man, and then we'll put it on we'll the record. Mastered it. We'll master it, played it, and get it pressed. God damn. God damn. God damn. God damn. Um, I love that Mustafa Ali fucking just him outside, black and white, talking to the camera on SmackDown. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, I think um, I more of that. Yeah. So what? Uh, what? What becomes of him and Joe? Is that done, or is that just like a little? Smackdown it feels program, like a yeah. It feels Smackdown like a TV program because we're oh, got to do something. Yeah, lean into the rumble, which is fine by me. That they didn't do what they always do. Everybody winds up in the ring fighting at once and throwing each other over the top. Yeah, I was waiting for as soon as the as soon as SmackDown opened with Becky doing another in ring promo, smiling at people because I'm like, God damn it! Like it's just just make her stone cold. Yeah, just do the stone cold thing where she still acts like a fucking jerk. And yeah. the people like it. Sure. She doesn't need to be. How often does Stone Cold come out smiling? 
Only when he fucks somebody over. <laughs> yeah, only the only time I remember him smiling is when he was on that office chair and he like had beers and he wrote it down the fucking ramp and fell over. Just laughing at some SOB. Right. Um, but then as soon as that started, I was like, God damn it, they're going to end the show with the fucking everybody. The, you know, could could be a smosh. 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 Yeah. Uh, could be Ran Man appearing at the end of smackdown from, out of nowhere from out of nowhere oh, dude how good was he in that little edge clip not enough to make <laughs> me watch the edge and christian show but right but it was uh when when he was under the impression that a photo had been taken of him it was uh that was a master class in acting if you guys aren't following randy orton's wife on instagram <laughs> you guys are aren't real wrestling fans <sighs> stop press press pause on your phone Stop listening to this for I'll, I'll give you for the benefit of those who need to switch over to Instagram right now. We will stop for five seconds. And as also as a tribute to Edge and Christian. Do you know what her name is or how, how they can find the Rand man's wife? Because I know she's got some great pictures of Randy and the, the family. Of, the latest of which was Randy dressed like a pirate. Yeah. I mean, she must have a real power over him. Some of the shit she gets him to do. Kim dot Orton. There you go. Zero one. The only one. Thank She's you. got not the only one that's been on TV. He's had the number of wives on TV. But that's, that's right. A, Randy Orton and Mom of Five. Heart just living and loving my life. Amen. Hands. Heart just living and loving my Look life. At the, yeah, this is them. This is Randy and the kids playing in the snow. Oh, dude, he's got the fucking horns up too, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, the uh, I'm excited for the rumble i think maybe there'll be some um some continued uh ray and andrade uh storyline in the match fucking good was that on fucking tuesday dude but it's still like they still it still can go on my heart will go on there's nothing i could watch those guys wrestle all day yeah it's that's a fun one um look here's randy orton at the driving range come on <laughs> i bet he sucks oh that's a hot boomerang but randy sucks that's, well that's why you got to put it on a boomerang you know to hide the um there's a classic him about to eat his fucking oh, father's his day breakfast face. or yeah. whatever that it's like fucking face dude. he's like 14 eggs and <laughs> my god dude ran man that's the face he used to make it as drill sergeant before they fucking uh orton where the hell were you last night if you ladies leave island if you survive <laughs> Um, Randy Orton. I think from now on your name's Gomer Pyle. <laughs> All right, whatever. Hit me with some fucking. Think I fucking give a shit. Oh, a couple of shout outs. Full of soap. We got to give a shout out to our uh, dear friend of the show, Marge. She makes amazing. Tasty treats, mm-hmm. cookies and cakes and Pins whatever you need. And all kinds of artistic she's a fucking, shit. She's a goddamn killer. Check her out on Instagram. She made the, the raw 25 cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marge yeah. dot JPG. She she saw fit to make some cookies out of us, and we're thankful for that. Yes, I, and I keep forgetting to give you yours. Um, I just want to make sure I got her Instagram right. Yeah, M A R J dot JPG. I can do. Um, oh, and Wrestle Days. Shout out to Wrestle Days. Oh, yeah. Our episode of Wrestle Days went up. Yeah, man. Uh, check that out on YouTube. Just no, I'll tell you, all I, the episodes are really good. But I, ours is uh, clearly the best, better than everyone else's. I did snag us some tickets for the next LA Confidential. Oh, you're so smart! I on then, the stage. I it's a different location. <laughs> oh, it's not there at the high no hat? stage. But 
Uh, I then began to look at a few of the announced talent. Okay. Uh, I mean, it Abdullah may, the Butcher. I mean, it may be and uh, Sushi Onita. Yeah, no, it was like the the names that I saw were obviously Nick Gage, but then uh, Invader Two. <laughs> uh, the other name that gave me pause, I can't bring it up in my mind. Let me find it real quick. Uh, Chris Benoit. Uh, the ghost of the ghost see. of Chris Benoit versus the ghost of Bruiser Brody. Where is this shit? They've got, they've got so many fucking shows. Good for them. Um, guys, I could have swore they were. Uh... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Matt Tremont was the other name where I was like, okay, well then. Why do I know the name? Who's Matt Tremont? Um. If he wasn't involved in that Joey Janela off the roof through the light tubes into the back of the truck, oh, he certainly thought it was awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So I think that there's going to be some blood and guts. Uh, you got Jungle Boy, B-Boy, Joey Ryan, and more. Um, so maybe it'll be maybe the Joey Ryan gauge match will happen. That was supposed to happen the other time. Nevertheless, uh, we'll be there. When is that? that is that march 30th no that you know what oh, I re- that's you know what i realized is that the pcw show that's the that that you're thinking of is the uh this is march 2nd okay um but the 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 show on the 29th or the 30th whichever the the um wrestle i can't have, man i swear dude. you just gotta stop putting your phone down well i'm only a couple sips into this coffee so oh wait when is the joey janela show march 2nd yeah three two i cannot make it no okay i may have the same issue <laughs> is everyone enjoying us just getting our schedules lined up here this is the show the wrestle the wrestle summit that is happening um oh right PCW that has like defy and impact and all those guys uh it's whatever day it is the 29th or the 30th whatever i told you i i can't go to that because uh gorilla biscuits are playing and i'm already committed to the the gb that's the 29th. That's yeah, but doesn't that band suck? Now, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, great. So I got to drive down to fucking Long Beach alone, sit in the, the chowder barge alone. We'll talk about it. They're playing that night and the next night. You know, we'll talk about it. Off air. First show always sucks. You got to we'll go to the a, second show. <laughs> we'll have. A, you know what it is? It, see, this is a bad week. I'm going to be in Irvine. Beautiful, scenic Irvine, California. When? That, that first weekend in March. Oh, that's where Georgia Hart starts from. No shit. Yeah. Where she was raised, at least. March 1st is the next PWG. March 2nd is Joey Janela. Oh, interesting. I can't make either of those shows. Irvine, huh? Beautiful, scenic Irvine, California. Oh, that's, not, that's not her take, but... Uh... Beautiful and scenic. <laughs> no, it might be. Um, it's nowhere to grow up, apparently. It depends <laughs> on who you are, but... You're going to wind up like Georgia. Oof. I'm here to tell you. Yeesh. Um, my point was... What is your point? AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan will obviously be a fucking red hot match, I would think. Oh, God. What are we going to do to save ratings? Fine. Break the glass on me. <laughs> Goddamn, pal. Get in the ring. Oh, get in the ring. I'll just stand there and say, get in the ring. Get in the ring. You want to antagonize me? Antagonize me, Call motherfucker. Me par- get in the ring, motherfucker. Call me a parasite. Mm. You know what you should say he is? Fickle. And the whole, gr- and then Daniel Bryan, you start saying, "I'm not fickle." 
Then the whole arena will start chanting fickle. And it's like yes and no, but it's fickle and not fickle. Mm. Um, but that match is going to be hot. Uh, so weird. I'm sitting there waiting for him to say hypocrite. Then he goes, you know what that makes you? Fickle. And I'm like, mm. fucking McMahon, you know. <laughs> and every week I got to listen to Alvarez and Meltzer shit on the writing staff. Like they know what the fuck they're talking about. You know? You mean Brian and Meltzer, not the writing staff. Right, Brian and Meltzer shitting on the writing they, staff, yeah, as if as though Brian and Mel, Brian and Meltzer know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to that, because they can sit there and they can all day long be like, you know, oh the match layouts, it's like what's going on with these producers, and then Meltzer immediately will jump into the fence of Arn and Rotunda and who else, whoever else. It's like, well, you know, because you know, I mean, it it would be the equivalent of saying, well, the wrestlers on Raw and SmackDown suck because their TV matches suck. Right. And it's like, no, we know who's making the call. Yeah. Vince McMahon. But then somehow, somehow when things are scripted a certain way, they're like, well, this fucking writing staff, they've never worked out. They've never been in a fight. They've never fucking lived their life. They've never gotten laid. It's like, motherfucker, who do you think is making the call, you dumbass? Yeah. The guy who wrote Mission Impossible probably didn't fucking jump off the highest building in Abu Dhabi or whatever the fuck either. But, (laughs) you know, it's, yeah, it is. But until until you understand. That Vince McMahon is the absolute be-all, end-all. There can be 50 ideas, but it will be his decision and or his idea that goes through. And so you can't sit there and be like, yeah. these guys are fucking idiots. Well, what cracks me up is, is you know, every couple of months, Meltzer's like, oh, oh, you know, there, was, there was a shakeup at Raw. Vince rewrote the whole show. And you're just like, where you been, Dave? Who was giving you your information? Oh, that just happened just this week that happened? Give me a fucking. He's like, I, someone was on the payphone and I heard his computer clickety clacking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Where? <sighs> yeah, I, 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 babe, I, I got to find a phone booth. My pager's going off. How do you right click save on this? Mm. Um, God damn, pal. I went to PWG. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the scoop. We didn't talk um, about it at all. It. Um, How was the turnout? It, you know, it, it felt. It felt full. It was weird because on the way down to the show, I looked again and you could still buy a, 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 a GA ticket, not even just a standing room. But but PCW was running that night and I know that they did very well. I mean, but I mean, honestly, though, you're in SoCal. Some people bought tickets to that show, probably. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that PWG is as red hot and also that they have they have moved into a bigger room. So like much bigger room figuring it out. But um how is how is the crowd behaving? See, this is oh boy, here it comes. Well, no, I mean, my thing is like, did did you take a ride into dipshit city? I can speak. I can only speak to my experience. Every time somebody was a dipshit, you held up a number. No, because my oh. arms would have fallen off. But uh, <laughs> no, we were sitting in front of some fucking dickheads, and the in the people, balcony. No, well, there was no on on the floor behind us yeah. were a couple of dickheads. But then above us in the one opera box, that would be house left, stage right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were it was like, I wish it would have turned into a spaceship and fucking flown away. There's some like, world class. Uh, yeah, like to the point where I has, saw a couple like tweets from people being like, "You guys need to like not even allow these people in because I couldn't hear everything they were saying, but apparently they were saying some racist shit, which I don't. Are you fucking kidding me? Disbelieve. Uh, it was yeah. Anyway, so but wow, the show itself um was was good as it's always good um we gotta start practicing that like you know 
that Zen s- stuff where you can just focus in on the one thing. Well, just this, watching this what I'll the tell match. That's what I'll tell you. So just tune I'm out sitting, everything. I'm else. sitting here. I got friend of the show, main man Carlos, next to me, gnarly, and then Marina, gnarly's girlfriend. This is a good crew. So me and gnarly, yeah, are like just like just feeding off each other's blood pressure. Carlos. <laughs> That that's the Zenman. We that's need to be ch- more like Carlos. That's the chill motherfucker who's just like, here's the wrestling show that I came to see. I'm so happy. And yeah. you know, gnarly and I are like, just going, what the fuck? But um, I so have yeah. my moments. I have my moments when I can just tune in on what I'm trying to enjoy and block out the bullshit. Because for me too, it's like, you know, I know I I get to go to PWG, so I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, poor me. There's idiots at the show or whatever. Mm. But the fact remains, um, and. Uh, Trevor Lee, of course, his fucking his send off. Which was he, was he a jerk or was he sincere? Well, so here we go. Oh He's. I, I was all night. I'm going. I paid to see Trevor's promo. I paid right. to see his promo, and so he comes out and he starts to cut the promo, but then he gets fucking Cobb just drills him. Yeah, about a, a sentence and a half in. So they're going, and then at the end, he does break but it wasn't like it wasn't super sappy and i like that he was like you know i'm like pwg gave me my, my all this but i get to go he's like but don't worry i'll probably get fired and i'll be back <laughs> you know like so it's like <laughs> shit like that it was just it was redeeming i thought it yeah. was cool even though it wasn't like he did you know he did break a little bit but um you know bandito's a motherfucker best friends were were ripping shit were there any problems with the best friends any signs of um, n- nothing nothing too serious you know there's always well. a little miscommunication those guys you know i think it's just uh you know you, you get these artists together and that you can't help but have a little friction but nothing like that was too heavy-handed do you think we're going to get another episode of the best friends on high spots wrestling network Since <laughs> those two were in town together maybe sit down oh, with that'd be cool that'd be great yeah i guess it depends on if high spots was here but popping dogs um, talking hogs I will also say that after after Brody King um, probably oh, yeah. probably moved several bones in Jungle Boy's chest oh, and stopped Jungle. his heart. I don't know why the rest of the card it should have been like in fucking uh, the wrestler when like you're you're gonna do the chop. Okay, we were gonna do the chop, but Brody King's doing the chop. No one else needs to chop anything because oh, because Brody King has a fucking shotgun, right? And so after that, it's sort of like all right. But just, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> like he, his chop is, it's like, you know, I know, I know Walter had that, that, uh, cred too, or whatever the rep. But, um, so that was, that was a good match. Yeah. It was, it was a good, it was a good show. Um, each time I think I'm just going to try to sit somewhere different and see if it helps, you know, cause again, I sat in the, in that same spot where I've been sitting Yeah, where, you know, I think there's something about that particular bar that just attracts, uh, or maybe it's not that we'll find out but um lately i've been couching yeah on the couch on the far side on the men's room side yeah i saw i saw jeffrey <clears throat> hung out with him for a little mm-hmm. bit he was telling me about the that, i know you have as well but he was sort of showing me where it was because i was never totally sure where it was yeah. at but um yeah man um good times i don't like you know there's that beer garden that's like right in the line right um, which is probably a blessing and a curse for everyone, including myself. 
but it is kind of a nice fun like i do like hanging out in there should always see people talking to him it's like a fun little extra part of the line now but it would have been nice if in Reseda there was a beer garden in the parking lot of the american <laughs> legion post for some people there was Uh-oh. never for us but um what do you think larry's doing right now oh man that's a great call today. um today today here on the 35th anniversary of hulkamania he's, running wild what he, do you think larry's he doing probably got cut into like a a church bingo game and so he's like getting tables uh making sure tables are getting set up for the bingo game tonight or something <laughs> or he where, might just be chain smoking on his dining room table <laughs> laying <laughs> on his back on the dining room uh, table uh, i gotta do something about this chandelier jumped out of too many goddamn helicopters mm, maybe if i just kick down one less door fuck he needs to kick down one door and that's into his heart and really figure out where Larry's at. Because love to sit down with Larry and just, you know, hash it out for about Well that that first that first show at, at the Globe, you know, Lunk was there. I had a I had a crappy photo taken with him, but it's incredible. He was running loose like a VIP he had a chick with him. He was like <laughs> He was a pig and shit, man. Um Michael. Uh you know, you know, man. This this takeover show doesn't seem as uh, hot uh, going into it for me. Maybe I just haven't been paying close enough attention, you know, because there's obviously a takeover on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I have not. Um, yeah, but I know the Velveteen Dreams not on it because he's he's done nothing but talk about that online. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, what in the fuck? Riddle and Cassius Ono presumably in a full match that's hot that's hot that's that's a very hot match um champa alistair black yeah i mean there's no doubt it'll be a great show i i mean unless it's just a complete anomaly of all the other takeovers i just mean to say that i haven't uh ricochet johnny gargano dialed in hmm. did we ever see that in Reseda? I feel like on some level, we almost feel like whether it, it was a singles or a tag, it would have had to have happened. Or, uh, but maybe not. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta dial in on some ricochet. I feel like I uh, his stock's been down, but uh, it's time for me to take a look at the ricochetty. Well, I mean, as great as NXT is, it's still no man's land. You know, not not like two hundred five live. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I mean, it's still, it's, it's, it's great, but it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, what yeah. are we doing? We got Lesnar and Strowman and, and Corbin and right. it's just like, you know, you got Finn Balor, you got all this beef in the ring, but it's just like, let's just, why don't we, yes. why don't we, you and me, uh, Vince McMahon. Drive to Phoenix this week. Why don't we drive to Phoenix, <laughs> kick some teeth in. Knock on some hotel room doors till we find the man. And just, it's, it's you know, because it's the mentality in that company beyond you got to be tall, right? Yeah. Is, well, you're going to have all the five-star matches you want, but if, if there's no star power, who cares? And... To agree, uh, uh, to a degree, they're absolutely right. You have to make stars, though. So why don't we take some of this talent <laughs> yeah. that we have who have in-ring ability, who have so much personality, like your Adam Coles and your whoever's, 
put them on the main roster, let them have their unbelievable matches and unbelievable stories. What a concept. And maybe, just maybe, some stars will be made. Because, I mean, like, I'm sitting there watching SmackDown, and I was just like, um, I can't even talk about Raw. But, like, I'm sitting there watching SmackDown, and as soon as they went into the recap of the Mandy Rose trying to break up Naomi and, uh, and Uso's marriage. Which, is that already done? She just beat Naomi and... That's it. She And that's that's like, that's the Vince McMahon mentality. Like, she stole your man, right. so you fucking get fired, Matt Hardy. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. But like, the voiceover and just like, I was just like, this is so... I, I love that... Look, on the one hand, I love that they are doing something, you know? I love that they are attempting a story, but I'm just right. like so stupid yeah and the the way that they were recapping it i was just like you know i'm not sitting there skyping with alvarez being like oh I, the, the, these writers have never had sex they are they, they don't even know how hotel room keys work no it's like i see vince mcmahon's first handprints all, all over it i love dave Meltzer. that's been that's i love been documented. Meltzer. i love Meltzer too brian alvarez can't say shit about anyone not knowing about shit because there's a motherfucker who grew up under a rock and lives <laughs> under a fucking rock he don't know shit about shit hey as man. it pertains to almost any part of life other than mma maybe <laughs> he used to listen to a lot of art bell so okay, he knows good. all about bigfoots and ufos well again he dude can, he can get on the opera box spaceship and fly into outer space but um yeah well and the other part too is like so yes so happy there's a story but why as soon as it's women does it have to be about somebody stealing a man or does being it, crazy like it, those yeah. are the only two fucking storylines that they can ever mm. tell well he, she's crazy oh no she needs to have a man define her yeah. <laughs> brilliant hmm you know what? I'm dead. Put me in my own Hall of Fame. Mm. Wheel out my carcass. Shane, don't do my acceptance speech. Don't touch the mm. door on the casket. Don't. I'll get it. <laughs> Ugh, weak. Bury the company with me. Push your chairs in before you leave. Going to need a few wrestlers in my tomb. <laughs> Been working on my death mask. Do you guys want to see it? If you want an opportunity. Mm. Boss, an opportunity. Boss, uh, doors nope. doors are opening. We, 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 do we have a show yet? Mm, sit down. You're fired. No one on the roster wants to go into your tomb. They mm. said they'd rather just not go in your tomb. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. So this is my death mask. It's uh, it's my face. It's pure gold. This is <laughs> this is uh, constructed out of the the face that they. That I had before they stretched my current face. Mm. Oh, God damn it, pal. Can't call it a death mask. It's a eternity championship. Mm. It's not a mask. Oh, it's not a mask. <laughs> God damn it. People are fighting for a mask. No, they're fighting for a championship. They're not fighting for a mask. They're fighting for an eternity championship. God damn it. It's not a tomb. It's a monument. There's a, there's a lot of rats in my tomb. Not mm. those kind of rats. Uh, what? Uh, mm. Mm. K 
can't use this insider lingo. The audience isn't going to know what you're talking about. I finished the Mean Gene doc. Yes, so did I. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's great. It is really good. And it's funny, too, once they started getting into the... um, Because I love seeing the clips from AWA because I never saw any of that stuff. Yeah. You know? And, you know, the WWF stuff is a riot. I love how much blooper footage they just have of Gene Okerlund. It feels like they have none of anyone else, but they just have this reel of Mean Gene swearing. Yeah. You know? It must have been uh, a long day when they were doing interviews. Oh, my God. But then the goddamn, uh, once they once they were going into the Hall of Fame, I was like, I don't know if I need to watch the rest of this. And then they started going to the Legends House. I was like, ah, I'll watch it. As soon as they were like, the hit reality show. And I was like, guys, <laughs> guys. Because they tried to sell. I was there. They tried to sell that to every cable network under the sun. Nobody wanted it. That's kind of weird. That's why it took like a year or two for it to come out finally on the network. I mean, yeah, uh, by no means uh, had they struck, you know, what they thought they had. But also, there's a lot of fucking terrible reality television. And especially at that point, you would think that they could have moved it somewhere. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. But I was glad that I watched those clips because it's just ornery, drunk, mean gene, just... Oh fuck it! Like oh, <laughs> I, this goddamn who's place. It, told, like, is it uh, Tony Atlas? He's like, get the get away from me. Yeah, because <laughs> none of them could stand Tony Atlas. I love that. Oh no, it was Jimmy Hart. Mm. Jimmy Hart, yeah. Jimmy, go away. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting there boozing. There was one. They didn't show the clip, but I remember there was one episode where they get drunk and they start like, you know. Patterson comes out. Patterson comes out, and they're talking about their skeletons in the closet. There's a there's an episode where Gene starts crying. Right. I, remember, I don't remember about I, what, yeah. but they were just talking about, you know, shit that didn't go right or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Gino. Yeah, that was a good doc. I mean, they always do a good job with that stuff. You, you got to piece through a little bit of the hyperbole, but... No shit. Uh, but I mean, then I went into the collection, and I started watching... You know, they have three different and it's and it's all the same thing, but they have three different back to back Andre interviews from AWA. And it's he asks them the same questions. They compare their boots, they compare hands. There's, yeah. you know, the famous clip where Andre puts his hand on his face. It ends with him putting on Andre's sport coat, which is just a riot, you know? Yeah, and there were we we talked about there there are those clips where he like they show him sort of laying out what the, what they should right. do or like leading the guy that's really cool stuff him and savage and mm-hmm. he's like he's like we'll hit these yeah they try like they start and then he's like hold on bing bang boom they do that right yeah you know yeah i know what was the other one? Oh, they they had two different they had two different ones with um jesse ventura when he introduces mr saido as his tag yes. partner and it starts with one. I was like, well, this is great, you know. And then they show another one. And I was like, why would they do this again? And then I realized as it's going on, I was like, I wonder if this this must be the first take because it's not as tight. And then Sayudu starts trying to break the piece of wood with his head and he can't break it. And yeah. then 
the whole thing goes to shit. And I was just like, oh my God, they had this fucking outtake <laughs> just sitting there. It was brilliant. Yeah, those um those ninety two 1992 superstars are pretty good i've started to dip in i was watching one when you got here i got into it yeah i went to uh, the which is interesting <clears throat> this is what i said to you because my collection of wwf superstars for whatever reason you know when i'm when i'm ordering this shit from bill ali yeah like i i stopped at 92 yeah i don't know why and it's funny when i start watching the 92 ones i was like i remember watching all this shit yeah they debuted nails <laughs> Originally, he was just convict. Yeah. But I watched that first one they put up April 18th or whatever, 92. Mm-hmm. And um, so much. So much. Because you know what it was, too, is I, I, I think what it came down to is I didn't, you know, Mr. Perfect was, you know, fine for what he was, but. Once Jesse Ventura was off Superstars, I was just like, ah. I, that's the reason I didn't mm. continue the collection that far. So I was watching, I dipped in a little later. So the one that I was watching is the one right right before the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And so you've got Macho and Perfect teaming up against Flair and Razor. Oh, right. And that stuff is really cool. Like the, the promos. Well, you know what's crazy is just watching a full episode. I was like, "God damn, I forgot!" Like people complain about, like, "Oh, there's so much talk on Raw now." It's like the sh- it was all talk. It was all talk. Yeah, it was. You know, they'd start off with McMahon and Perfect, the episode yeah. I watched. You know, and then they go into a match, but they're gonna have somebody in the the little box talking. Yeah. And the match is nothing. It's just a squash. Yeah. You know, as as my friend Mike DeNervin used to refer to the job guys, Slam and Jam and Joe Jackoff. Right. Um, there's, and then immediately they go to Sean Mooney. Right. But so, so you know, the model then was. Make Rick Martel pay, was Rick Martel. Make them pay it. Make, pay them pay to see it. You talk, right. talk them in. Right. So you got a little wrestling. But you got those promos, and you knew who the guys were because you because you did get to see them. Yeah, but yeah, it was much more like if you really want to see the shit, you got to pay to see it. Which is, but you can still do that type of show. I think with superstar on superstar matches, mm-hmm. because it's just it's the long in ring promo segment. I think is dead. I think is definitely put that put that in his tomb as well please i just think it's i cannot think of anything more boring yeah you know no i mean it's 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 really it's 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 just i don't give a shit you can do it with superstar on superstar matches because that's what went on right when the money at wars went because it was shit people wanted to see yeah because it was also when the money night wars was going on it was also you weren't necessarily going to see Austin in a match on Raw. Sometimes you would. But on Nitro, especially, you weren't going to see Sting or the NWO or, or Hogan in a match. Sometimes you would. Right. But really, the only time you were going to see the stars was an interview segment. You know, right. Wolfpack would come down, they would talk, and then that would be it. There was so there much There might be talk. something physical, but... Maybe. Yeah. But... Which is... 
no one no one in this room myself and matt being those two people there's uh, only murderers in this room are saying you know that nitro is better was perfect that there was that that era was it's just like but at the same time, oh, oh, my, my neck beard is scratching. They said Monday Nitro was a perfect show. Oh, they said that and the NXT sucks. Oh, They're not sure if Ricochet is over. Oh, they don't even know that Rick Martel was the model. Mucking my sick. Bobby Hannon is dead. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Oh. I don't need to see, and I love Becky Lynch, right? Mm, but, as soon, but as soon as she hits the ring and she's about to fucking gabba, 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 yeah. I'm just like, hey, hey, hey. this is where she's going to get cooled off. Yeah. Last week, especially, because at least this week, Asuka interrupted, but I'm like, I'm watching the same thing as last week. Right. Becky's out there, blah, blah, blah. Asuka comes down and interrupts, and then I'm like, is there going to be another tag? Oh, no, no, now Charlotte's going to interrupt. Yeah. Now Charlotte's interrupt. I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. I am over it. It is done. This is, this is the thing that doesn't work for me anymore, I realize, watching the main roster product. This, the, the in-ring fucking promo segment always has to start the show, always has to, it's, it's just, it's over. It's done, okay? If we can get back to on superstars where they would go to and i understand it, you know raw it's for the live crowd as well but it's like i don't give a fuck there's so much downtime on raw anyway when you're there live yeah you know well it, i mean it's also there's so much time to fill and if you're gonna do it that way it it everyone is going to be overexposed if you take these people all this all this new influx of talent where the fuck is that apparently that didn't happen right it's a new era which means i'm gonna be on every episode of every show we're gonna start the show <laughs> a little different for a couple of weeks no. make you think it's different we're gonna advertise people coming that don't really show up but my point being that if you did in fact take those people and have that be the bulk of the show and hold these stars and do the segments where it's like yep but we'll see you on the network here's the thing is there's so much backstage interaction too that it's like it's just the audience watching the big screen they're watching the titan tron so who gives a fuck i'm sick of them walking through backstage certainly sick of them walking past you know lacey evans and ec3 and you know (laughs) but like when they would go to sean mooney yeah and then sean mooney you know with and 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 it's it's crazy now after the interaction you two had all I see, all I see, is what a dickhead Sean Mooney is. Hey, listen, man, I should have. My opinion, I should have taken him to task. You should have. You should have been like, oh yeah, and then you should have closed the back of the fucking hatchback. <laughs> but, and first of all, this needs to be said. It always bothered me when I was a kid, and I remembered it watching because he would throw to quick interviews, right? And then we'd come back to him, and he's clearly sitting in, even if he's sitting in, you know a studio in Bridgeport or wherever. Right. right. He acts like he's watching it. Like his, his watch yes. Sean Mooney. Cause his eyes are <laughs> off camera. And yeah. then he's like strong words from the berserker. And then he would go back to the camera and it's like, no, you weren't just watching it, but I appreciate the illusion. Yeah. 
here's what they need to start doing again. The way that they would open Saturday night's main event was the same thing. And they would oftentimes open it with like that, doom, 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 that, that, that revenue up pounding right. music yeah. with the, the wrestler in front of their logo, the green screen thing, breaking it down, breaking it down. This is, this is what for me is missing in professional wrestling in WWE, especially, you know, because it's like because that, that also the function of that too right is like we're on prime time or not prime time but in we're in SNL's spot on Saturday night so potentially people are going to see this who aren't watching otherwise so we need to lay it out for them very right. specifically very quickly draw them in what's happening mm-hmm. and there's room for that even on the fucking show because they already recap shit in ad nauseum oh my god the amount of replays and it's crazy because you watch, you know, superstars, you know, there is some of that, but it was in a context of, you know, the update desk or the, the event center desk, whatever. Yeah. Just laying shit out. It's incredible how many, because it's also, this episode was a few weeks removed from WrestleMania 8, you know, and they're moving stories on. Yeah. You know, because then you come out of Mania 8, Flair and Savage, you know, Savage came out on top and Flair kissed Miss Elizabeth and then she smacks him in the face, right? So we're still, like today, today, if Vince booked that match today, he would just be like, oh, God, making Ric Flair look like a fucking loser. We gotta, we gotta get back in, you know? But back then, he, because it's like, oh, he's lost all his heat. He's useless now. He lost. And the girl slapped him fucking fire him right you know what, what are we gonna do with him now what are we gonna do with him now he's cold as a cod but instead back then they had the whole thing and and this spoke to me so clearly when rick flair was putting out the pictures of him and miss elizabeth right where rick flair was saying that miss elizabeth was his old girlfriend and that he dumped her or whatever, and then she wound up with Randy Savage because uh, Rick, you know, yeah. br- broomed her. Right. You know? Then, and I remember this specifically, and I was so excited to see this episode again of Superstars where they expose in the magazine, WWF magazine has uncovered the actual pictures oh. that Ric Flair has had photoshopped himself in 1992 managed to photoshop I don't even know they had that program. It's incredible. He must have he must have had an early Macintosh computer. Mm. And all the pictures were the same but it was actually Randy Savage in the picture with Elizabeth eating strawberries sitting by the pool having mm. a a candlelit dinner watching wrestling on their TV on the couch. Well, why would you watch a romantic movie? We've got primetime wrestling. <laughs> this is one of those brilliant things where like today I feel if Vince McMahon saw that, he'd be like, it makes Ric Flair look weak. Makes him look like a fucking jabroni. He looks like a fucking fool. Whereas what it actually did was it gave Ric Flair more heat and made him more despicable. Right. Because he's being exposed and it's like, you piece of shit. Right. You know? It's just this mentality McMahon has. But the fucking, the interviews where they would just go to the model or the berserker or the fucking the hitman or the mountie and it's just like repo it, man repo goddamn man fucking throwing a fucking 
rope over some job guy's neck and drag it around the ring. I was like, holy shit, I forgot they used to do that. Yeah. But I mean, it is that thing of like, they're trying to give, today it's like, either you have this half-assed story that's going to get dropped or like an angle that goes nowhere or you get nothing. You know, they turn the gas on, turn it off. It's like, where's Dolph Ziggler? You know? (laughs) But if they could just keep, but back then it was like, they had a few main stories and then they had a few TV feuds. And I'm watching this episode and like they set up so much stuff coming out of Mania. It's like Hogan fought Sid Justice and then Papa Shango interfered and then Ultimate Warrior made the save. Is that your door? May have been. Mm. I don't know if I care. Whoa. <laughs> do you see how dedicated this guy is to the what show, they, what kids? They, what could they possibly want from the me? The fuck do they want? Mm. Is that opportunity knocking? It's a closed meeting. Mm. Guys, I need the room. They were setting up. Already we're going into, all right, well, we could do a program with with Warrior and Sid now. We can do a program with, was that, did they knock again? It sounds like they're trying to knock the building down to me. <laughs> Are we being too loud? Man, let me get some coffee. You're going to get some coffee? You, you vamp. Here's the thing. <clears throat> they set up Warrior and Papa Shango. They set up Warrior and Sid, you know. Hogan, where's Hogan? Where is Hogan? Where is Hulk Hogan? Chuck D, where are you? <clears throat> you know what? I'll do this while Vince is downstairs getting coffee. Hey, kids. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health, whether it's a knee injury, a bad back, or something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. There was one time I um I fell down and I had this weird bruise on the inside of my wrist and I was like, "You know what? That doesn't look right." And it was just kind of like that for a while and then it just eventually went away. Um I'm pretty sure I fractured my wrist and <laughs> never did anything about it, but it just might have been a small Sometimes I get this weird clicking sound in my wrist, but the same is true for erectile dysfunction, huh? So, studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there is no waiting room. There is no awkward face-to-face conversation. There is no uncomfortable trip to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash WeWatch. Fill out a brief medical onboarding, chat with a doctor, get an FDA-approved ED meds delivered directly to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go online and get checked by the doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle. But with Roman, it's really easy. So take care of it. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash WeWatch. That's GetRoman.com slash we watch for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash we watch. Vince, you're back. Let me check your wrist. Let me take a look at it. I know. <laughs> this was this was several, several years ago, but you know. You know. You know, but I feel better now. <laughs> you waited it out. I don't know. It's just it's it's that it's that thing too of entertainment. It's like what's old is new again. It's like they haven't done those for so long. Yeah. That that it would be so fresh yeah but the other thing too is right so obviously wrestling has evolved 
there's always new ideas. There's always things. But there's also a formula that worked for a long fucking time. There are things that so have you proven can, to yeah, work. Like there, there is a template that you can always go to and then from there try to, but you know, not if you're making movies. I mean, there used to be, I mean, it, <clears throat> believe me, don't get me wrong. Bully what? They, they, they basically, the, the in-ring promo has always existed, certainly in WWF since the early mid-80s. They've just stripped it down. And what I mean by that is they don't do Piper's Pit anymore. Right. You know, the moment of bliss. Uh, Ms. TV, excuse me. Well, give me a break. But it, 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 I'm talking in terms of like, you know, the body shop or the snake pit or, 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 or the funeral parlor or brother love. But the funeral parlor, especially, there would just be times they would, he would just have somebody on. Nobody would get attacked. Nobody would go through a barbershop window. They would just be, and, and, and Paul Bearer came. You came to save me. He didn't have a lot of groundbreaking questions to ask. Like when you do Ms. TV, it's like they turn the whole thing into a segment. You know, there's so much, there's a lot of Ms. And, and don't get me wrong. Ms. TV is a great thing, but. Right. And, and there have been some really good ones. No doubt. But I that mean, have gotten something done you know you look at piper's pit piper was such a big part of that but like the later ones and especially the funeral parlor it was just like barbershop yeah it was just it was just a, a guy cutting a promo about whatever mm -hmm. sometimes he had nothing to do but it's like we well, are yeah, we gotta get sergeant slaughter on the fucking screen and it's funny too i'm looking forward to they may be more in 91 but the 92 because Ric Flair wasn't long for WWF in 92. Yeah. Because he was back by, in WCW, was he even back by that Starcade 92? No, it would have been Or Starcade 93? Yeah, I think so. Did he leave in 93? Is that when he had the match with Perfect on Raw? Yeah, because it was on Raw, so it would have been in 93 once, once it got going. Amen, sister. So, there is, like, I'm seeing it in my mind when Ric Flair... It might have been in Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan had that first confrontation on the funeral parlor. Mm -hmm. And the setting of it's it's so strange to see them in that setting, like Hogan in his gear and then Ric Flair in his robe. But then there it's dark, there's candles, there's smoke, and it's just like this is such a strange context for this. You know? Yeah. But I mean, that's that's what it was. It was just a promo segment. But I mean, can you imagine watching a fucking episode of the brother love show or the funeral parlor that went on for 15 no 20 fucking minutes but again they've got more time to fill Super they got stars, a lot of time starts 44 minutes big time it's 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 incredible watching smackdown on hulu you know because with the trimmed down commercials it's a 90 minute fucking show which is the perfect and and this is a direct quote from Vince mcmahon it's the perfect length for a wrestling show you know and it is mm -hmm. but i mean we can fill that time with goddamn superstar. XFL? Oh, no. oh mm, we got to put in some XFL promos. But I mean, it's just like having the superstar and superstar matches. Yeah. But then still, you know, I wouldn't mind going to the update desk, you know, with Renee Young. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. I know, man. I, I, I know, you know, I wish that I had uh, gotten time to watch the, um, uh, main event of the one fantastic mania show where 
now I think it was a semi main, but it was uh Tanahashi and Taguchi versus I want to say um Makabe and uh uh Okada, mm-hmm. but they were all in their um gimmicks from My Dad's a Heel Wrestler, which is a Tanahashi movie that either came out or is coming out. So is that on New Japan World? Yes. And Tanahashi's like in, a, I saw a picture, like he's in his hood because he's like, he wears a hood in that movie. He, my dad's a heel wrestler. Oh my God. And Gucci has some fucking weird gear on. Uh, I got to, I got to go look at it. We're gonna, just, we got to watch this before next week. Uh, I watched the, that's uh, the kind of tie in you need right there. I watched the UK takeover show. Yeah. Very Fuck. good. Right? Um, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's again, it's like, what are we doing? Why are these guys on an island next to the other island next to the mainland? You know, <laughs> we got to get them on the mainland. Get, get, it's just like, what the fuck? Because again, like you mentioned Miz and I love Miz, but I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about him and Shane McMahon. I really don't. That should be a pre-show match. Holy shit. But it could never be a pre-show match. Even just fucking Vince coming on. I'm like, what is the point? Even like Daniel Bryan and, and AJ Styles. I'm like, just get to the match already. Yeah, it's gonna be a great match, but I'm just like, they're mad. Daniel Bryan's new character is great. I love the intensity, but I'm like, how many times can I listen to him say you're affecting the environment? Yeah, I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, you know, there's uh, too much. I'm also excited though. Uh, we can still have five hours of programming between SmackDown and Raw, and still be able to pull back. Definitely, that that the rumble is in a baseball stadium i'm excited for that i think they're i heard someone was saying they're going to come out of the dugout possibly shut up you know to sort of uh that'll be hot um i wonder how vince will feel about that i mean he probably won't love it but it's i think it'll look cool is it one of these things is it going to look like the showdown at shea stadium are they going to just have the ring on the mound and no people on the the field um, no, it looks the, the seating map that I saw looks like the ring is essentially on the mound, but then the whole field is covered with and seats. People. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, and then it's like, at this point, it looks like the main ramp comes out of the first baseline dugout and then, you know, the, the screen will just be center field. But the thing about this place, because it's in phoenix is i think there's like a, a retractable roof i don't know if it's a full roof or if it's a retractable roof because mm. of the heat you know in the summer yeah so that'll also depend right if it's open or not because of all the rain and phoenix <laughs> no man you got to kick the ac on motherfuckers will die out there it's interesting um because it's like one of those things like if you ever go to a concert at a baseball stadium yeah they don't put at least you know like fenway they don't put seats on the field See the I've been to I saw Springsteen at Comerica, which is where the Tigers play now. That that sound was fucking horrible. It's horrible. Um, but then I saw ACDC at Dodger Stadium. That was incredible. But and we saw um We saw Guns N' Roses at yeah, Dodger Stadium. And they they put seats on the field both times. It just that, yeah, it didn't even feel like a I mean, unless you were up in the concourse, then it felt like a baseball park. Yeah. I just you know, because that's the other thing, right? Like WWE well, I guess even the, the Tokyo Dome's a baseball right stadium but raw looks one way on tv smackdown looks one way yeah so anytime like a show looks a little different you know like i i, I benefit from it i i enjoy that viewer, yeah i enjoy when there's like a different 
like because even like sometimes the pay-per-views they would just light them differently or something so right. it would just have a different look i i don't know i just i dig that that's one of the things when they added the stage to the house shows yeah uh i didn't like right because you wanted the yeah they're trying to make it look more like tv yeah where i'm like no 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 i want to because even when they renovated MSG and they didn't come out of that hallway anymore, I was just like, "Ah, oh, man, mm-hmm. it lost something for me." Because I'm a fucking, because I'm a, I'm fickle. Now don't worry, Flip. Uh, I'm worried. Flip towards uh, MCL, but he should be back for the garden. I know you're worried about Flip. Is he going to be able to flip? <laughs> Maybe not the same. Maybe they'll do the 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 uh, Seth Rollins. Maybe he'll he'll work the the knee for the rest of his life. I want him to flip. Now, here's something. I was very honed in on the enhancement talent on this episode of Superstars. Okay. okay? Did you ever think you would live long enough to be able to sit down in front of your big screen TV and watch 1080 high-definition television, the Road Warriors versus some guy and Dwayne Gill? (laughs) No. Dwayne Gill fucking sells like a motherfucker. Dude, even he made, he made those maniacs look like fucking gold. Even that that nasty boys and uh, natural disaster promo we saw right before we started recording. It looked incredible. <laughs> well, I walked through the room and I'm like, I didn't never realize how much tugboat looks like Ed Larson. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fucking uh, I do love the job, guys. There was a guy. I yeah. Immediately, let me see if I. I don't think I probably got rid of it, but I was looking up because there was one dude. I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And I got rid of it. But uh, Money Inc. versus uh, Jim Jim Powers and Rock and Roll Buck Zumoff. Ooh, careful there now. Yeah, <laughs> fucking horrifying. Yeah, he he can't. I I heard his name and I was like, no. Oh, gross. Yeah, Rock and Roll Ugh. man. Ugh, Rock and Roll. So, did you wind up watching some Al Perez matches after last week? I did. I, I I started watching some. Um, See on WCW Saturday Night or something. No, it was it was all world class. Oh really? Yeah. So I was on the network. Yep. Oh yeah. So I just I just went in and fired in some Al Perez, man. Yeah. And I was like, I must be stupid because I had to have seen right this stuff, but I just it didn't. It never- well, the way it played in that at least that one issue of the magazine, I was like, oh, this is some guy that they're trying to get over. Yeah. Whereas. He was clearly doing stuff. Yeah, he just was not he, in our part of. He the, was with fucking Gary Hart, right? Know? So like he was. They were they were doing something. They were doing them. something. Yeah. What are they doing? Uh What was the other thing that happened on that Superstars that I fucking loved? I mean, the nails vignette was fucking insane. <laughs> also, I fucking nails, bro. Because Mania that year was on. You know, it's it's always the beginning of April. Right. Yes. End of March, beginning of April. So then this episode was getting towards the end of April. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and you know, Superstars is on Saturday or Sunday, whatever. And they were like, the VHS comes out this week. Uh, and I don't remember there being such a quick turnaround of like the pay-per-view is one month and then the next month it's already out on tape. That doesn't sound right at all to me. Right? Yeah, that seems way too fast. It must have been one of those things, too, where... 92? 92. But here's the thing, is there's no way you could have rented it that soon. I bet you it was available for purchase. For like 60 bucks or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And then somewhere down the road, that's... 
spring or summer, then you could rent then it. Then you right. could rent it. Which is all the fuck I was doing at that point. <laughs> you think my fucking dad was buying me wrestling tapes? Are you kidding me? No way, dude. Holy God. I can't imagine the coach was fucking springing By for 92, I feel like I, the, I was, whatever I could tape off of TV, because I, I, you know, I don't know. If Where I'll, are those? Stop everything. <laughs> Where are those tapes, Vince Avery? I'm going to be in Michigan and in February. I'm going to my sister's house. I'm going to find out what's down You're there. You're going to show up at your sister's house and see me pacing in front of the I fucking door. Because I have tapes. I have, like, I, I just, it doesn't matter now, but I, I recorded on a blank tape every pay-per-view I ever bought. Oh, Vince. Uh, <laughs> so there's some shit in there that's not on the fucking network, you know, or even probably the release. Get um get vince there's a lot of japanese tapes there's a lot of fucking best ofs there's a lot of tapes down there you're lucky i'm wearing my headphones because otherwise you'd see the steam <laughs> coming out of my ears now did you find those noah tapes you sent me a picture of yes so i had i told you i thought i had a few tapes here so i had i had those it was the it was noah versus zero one tape and what's funny is i remember borrowing those from you back in new york which is probably why I have them because you probably brought them here and gave right. them to me or something. Because then there's the um, All Japan versus New Japan tape, and I still have a Tokyo Dome, like a from a, from right. May, like a May Tokyo Dome show. All right, but what? All right, so what's going on with those tapes? I've got them. Okay, I'm uh, you know I'm I'm moving here hopefully before too long. Yeah, so I think it's time for me to get a. VHS players. (laughs) Great. I can't even. It's like I didn't want to ask, but I felt like I was leading. Uh, Yeah. So I think that I'm going to get a tape player. And I think that this is huge. When I get to this is huge. When I get to Michigan, I'm I'm going in a few days early. It's a top of the line Pioneer VCR. I may go straight from Southfield, where my sister lives, to the post office and ship back whatever, you know, whatever's there. So it's it's a new day. Yes, it is. (laughs) <laughs> this Maddie. is incredible you don't think i can have an archive what's gonna happen if those fucking tapes aren't there um we'll have to have a discussion i mean that that house got cleaned out i had fucking run for the hills so that partially is on me but um is there ever any any flooding going on in this part of town or <laughs> i don't think i haven't heard about water in the basement but i but i don't know so security in the basement i had <laughs> i had inquired about a particular photo yeah that she was going to go look for but i didn't hear back so I, yeah. listen i'll be there man i'm gonna i'm gonna find all out right. all I'm right find out what good. the fuck's going on man. good 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 the good, rumble good. chairs down there like yeah you know all right good yeah oh, see what it baby. is you know what i have and i know that they're yours i i know it's okay. i can look at my collection and be like well it's like you know mine, you, sometimes you go to an art gallery and there's right. a painting that someone has, you know, commissioned or put or put up on the wall. You know what I have is those two nights of of Ring of Honor where Masawa and Kenta came in. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So believe yeah, because some of that shit, like I haven't gone into the Ring of Honor like video on demand thing, but there's some of that stuff because I remember. Do we have a subscription to that? We we should. We don't right now. We can very quickly. We should. Um, but because there was a DVD that that had danielson all those morishima matches well that i have i have a dvd of danielson versus the world okay so that's the one that they like don't do anymore and then there's this other one that's like his best of that does not have all that yeah shit. The, the the him versus the world has the morishima matches yeah. for sure yeah, yeah yeah and the promos with the eye patch and my mom is begging me not to wrestle yeah and then that there was that clip that i just 
retweeted the other day where uh joe and morishima have that kickoff at the end of that yeah. ceremony. that's somewhere um, well you know what's great because it makes me think too of like because ring of honor has those interviews in front of the banner you know which reminds me of ecw right ecw when they would have the the dick dale promo thing at the at the end of the show mm-hmm. or in the middle of the show sometimes but like just a montage of because it was different it was different and nobody has done that since right of just basically making the promos into a music video yeah it's just it's so nah yeah nah. yeah but you know uh we still have fun we have the best time <laughs> Maybe nope. you're going to that New Japan show here coming up. Dude, I'm, I'm going next week. It's going to be week? fucking huge. It is next week. Here's the other thing. Oh, we got Yeah, we got to talk about schedule, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. Not right now, but, you know. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Bust out your calendars, kids. We're about to fucking break it down for you. Real <laughs> simple. They showed a clip because there was a, you know, I remember either mania four or five Mm -hmm. they showed that one they they would have like the wrestlemania 5k run in like atlantic city remember that yes 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 and they had the clip of mr fuji running in it and then cheating Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so they would very early on they were already starting to do really lame stuff during mania week or at least mania weekend right you know clearly now it's 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 now it's out of their hands and it's become a yeah a whole thing where they have but even s- all the shit that they still do all the shit they like do the stuff is that huge. you would never like the you know like the art thing and or like yeah the, all these little like like a reading competition right, or like sure. you know that type of shit you know but like they directly they started access as a direct answer to wrestlecon sure you know um they had a clip you got to watch this uh actually let me stop i think was i think access, access first? yeah access existed before but they certainly but it wasn't ramped it up and and oh yeah, it. yeah 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 it wasn't what it right is now you gotta watch this clip they have i think i wrote down what it was called they had a wrestlemania festival okay okay all right and it's and like it just looks like a one day like a county fair in a tent okay and they have a costume contest they got and and it's all grown men grown ass men and i got nothing against cosplay i love showing up to mania and seeing people dress like heroes from the past or the present or maybe even the future but these two fucking guys the one guy is dressed like Paul Bear, and the other guy's dressed like oh, I can't think of who he's dressed like. If it was Macho Man or whoever, but then there's a guy in the back. These are the two finalists, and then it's they turn to the crowd, and the crowd is all little kids. So I'm like, where the fuck did they find these grown men? <laughs> but then there's two guys behind them that are clearly not in the the finals, and one of them I'm like, oh my god, this guy's supposed to be Hulk Hogan, and it's just. A balding blonde man with a fucking mustache just wearing yellow. Where is this clip? This is on the very first 1992 Superstars 
okay. that they put okay. on it. If it's okay. 418 or whatever yeah. the yeah, date yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I'm on it. And then and then they have like a couple random clips of like a band playing uh guys playing WrestleFest the arcade game at this thing just in an outdoor tent during the day. And then the winners of the fucking costume contest, they get licked by the bushwhackers. No, thank you. Real <laughs> real high-end stuff, but yeah. I mean it's so just shitty <laughs> it's just so low end no yeah. budget yeah but i mean i need this tape i need the tape of the entire wrestlemania festival yeah you know like where are the rest of where's the rest of this footage get have you like have you done any searching online no i needed okay. to talk to you about it first okay. all right well listen. i came here i i pressed stop on my we, network and i came directly here we'll get through this as a family like we do everything else you know and we'll we'll get to the bottom of it for he who watches wrestling today with me shall be my brother <laughs> you know what they put on again dude dude if they could organize the hidden gems on the network mm. I, I understand it's organized by year, but I don't know what's new. Yeah. You know? Right. No, th- th- it's it makes no sense. No. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, 2018. No, this is stuff from 2018. So then you have right. to know what year it right. fucking came out to know. And then and then you might see that little new. Just added. Just added. Right. Like, I got I to gotta, I gotta know what I'm looking for. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's this weird thing. But at any rate, they put up. Kota Ibushi versus Bobby Roode from that NXT live show we went to in LA. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You can see us. A li- I took some screen grabs. Okay. I'll put them up on the Instagram. You can see us a little bit in the crowd. <laughs> this is this is one. It was, it was you, me, Georgia, Glennis, and Tom. Right. At the Palladium. At the Palladium. First time they came. Yeah. I was shithoused. <laughs> oh, my God. But that match is unbelievable yeah it's like 20 plus minutes wow yeah all right i'm on it it's great it's great too and and of course you know one of my favorite things of watching you know tapes old tapes even if it's only a couple years old is looking at the crowd right laquasto's right in the front row (laughs) center it's 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 amazing johnny laquasto's right there's like an nxt riverside show like did they put some of that up no i mean like coming up oh is there really like very very soon i know that we you know should we roll back on out let's see when it maybe is. maybe buy some some fucking questionable merchandise at the antique store oh it's uh it's friday this friday this friday hmm. <sighs> are you around yeah I'm around. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Let's take a look at it. That's weird. So they're going to do Riverside on Friday and then go do TakeOver in Phoenix on Saturday, huh? That feels like a classic house show move. Run the fucking pay-per-view before the pay-per-view. That's what I'm at, they, Whatever year it was, it was 03 or 02 or whatever year it was uh, when Backlash. Pay-per-view? We saw that pay-per-view. They ran it in New York in Nassau or somewhere. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's first pay-per-view match, I think, was him and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I want to say Stone Cold versus Undertaker with Ric Flair as the ref. Scott Hall was on the show. Fuck, dude. Who is the guy that used to head up the Hell's Angels? Um, oh, um, uh, hold on. Uh, uh, Zito, Chuck Zito. Chuck Zito. Yeah. Chuck Zito was there. 
not on the card, but he was just hanging out yes. by the entrance. Yes. And yes. Me, me, me and my buddy, Brendan Burke, were sitting there watching the show. And I glance over and I go, Brendan, is that fucking Chuck Zito? And he goes, oh, my God, it is. So we, we ran over to the railing and I just go, Chuck, Chuck. And he turns and he looks at us. And I just put my fist up like, yeah, fucking A, dude. And he's like, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. That's funny. But yeah, 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 man. That fucking Koto Ibushi on the network. Damn. The hottest free agent in. Oh, I didn't watch that match yet. Did you watch Jerry Lawler versus uh, Riki Choshu and Saido? What the fuck are you talking about? I texted you. They, they put that up on the Hidden Gems in 1988. Some fucking random match from. Am I getting all my texts? What is this? Are you getting all your texts, dude? This is this is from a while ago. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I, I fucking must have missed it. God damn it. Dude, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck is wrong with me? <sighs> fuck. Dude. I didn't watch it yet. May 14th, 1988. Hidden Gems. Jerry Lawler. Greg Ganya versus Choshu and Saito. Boom. And it was definitely something. Somebody was replacing somebody. Somebody had just gotten scooped up by Vince, and then they wound up getting a better match. Was this one of those like super shows they try to do? Maybe. Dude, they've been fixing this trash shoot for about six months. Dude, every time I come over here, we're at Vince's place. Every time I come over here, this this place is. Yeah. Are they? Are they raising the rent? Yeah. Are they going to be finished <laughs> building this building yet? <laughs> They're. I don't know, dude. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Man, no wonder DeRosa got out and then moved two more times since then. Burns is moving in. Burns is moving in here. Yeah, in this no, well, unit. No, oh, no, just in the building. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in here. Yeah, that's a whole, that's a fucking riot. I'm out. But we'll see. Good for you. Thank you. Man. Get out. <laughs> you know what I want to know. What do you want to know? You know what I want to know, no, brother. You got to ask me. Who's your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler this week of all time. No, I'm, uh, you know, the, the Daniel Bryan thing is redundant, but he's doing such a good job when there was, when it didn't feel like he should have even been turned heel. Uh, I'm excited for that match to take place in the ring. Uh, I'm going with Daniel Bryan. B. Ryan it's great it's great he's great aj apparently didn't dig that gillette commercial but that's for another day did he tweet about it i i, I saw something to that effect that he there was some he had something to say anyway uh that's why i'm saying I, but uh, phenomenal in his own right did you see vicky guerrero in the ring that they should build the wall <laughs> that she's she's in she's in favor of the she's wall. in favor of the wall i don't know man i see the, the problem is sometimes i just look at headlines and i don't ever want i just keep my head in the sand a little bit so i don't know the full story on either of these things but they both seem a little disturbing daniel bryan is kicking ass and i hope that come sunday he kicks one more ass and he uh pins the phenomenal aj styles one two three on a really hot show. Well, you know what I Phoenix. said? The clearly the only reason Vicky wants to build the wall is because she's sick of JBL patrolling the fucking border <laughs> himself looking for, you know, yeah. her relatives. Yeah, I mean the t time's up on that, John, who <laughs> apparently is involved in calling the rumble as well. It's like why? Why? <laughs> why? why? Lawler, it's, that's one thing. It's a yeah, it's another one of these things where it's just like 
just have it be well i mean of course it it's again it's again this this is a good example of alvarez and, and Meltzer, and sometimes Meltzer will concede you know as to why the announcing sucks you know yeah because because of one man there's one guy <laughs> and it ain't michael cole right okay you know you got fucking li- literally you have Vince in their ears screaming at them that they suck. What are you talking about? Here's what I want you to say, you know? But yet somehow that applies to everyone except for the writing team. <laughs> it's the writers don't know what they're doing. It's fucking phenomenal. Matt. <gasps> Who's your favorite wrestler? Vince. Uh, my favorite wrestler is Kota Ibushi. Yes. After watching that that match. And it was also, it was there was something about it too where I'm just like, oh my God, remember when Bobby Roode was fucking was over and they were doing shit with them yeah you know you put these guys out on an island once they get to the mainland they don't know what to do with them Mm-mm. it's just like it's just like rescue from gilligan's island they come back from the island and they they can't they can't adjust dude mm, god damn these guys they don't know how to work he's not over they're not over nobody's over you're not tall enough you're not good looking enough you're not tan enough there's a lot of beef in this ring yeah Heaven forbid you got to take a leak when you're packing groceries, man. You belong back in the joint, Brooks. <laughs> oh, fuck. But yeah, goddamn, Kota Ibushi. That match, better than I remember it. Yeah. And, uh, dude, that's another Ring of Honor memory I have when they brought him in to some fucking show in New Jersey, like at a hockey arena that we drove out to. I think it was the same show when Jesse Pop fell off his chair during a bump in a cage match oh right that's but one of the they, best uh, stories they brought abushi uh in for that must have been that and like maybe a shot in philly or something but for some reason it wasn't in new york is this before he broke his neck i'm gonna say yes but i don't know for sure would have been sounds like, like it would have been it would have been so we started watching shit together in 2008 is that right because that's when Gotham was taped in March of 08, right? Yeah. So it must have been 07 then, because you would have been with us. And it wasn't. I, I would have been there. You would have already been like going I would have been there otherwise, with me yeah. And, hang, yeah, and hanging out. So it had to have been 07. So I don't know when he broke his neck, but. Because, um, yeah, because we started watching. Because I still lived with Pete at the beginning of 08. And then I moved in with Glennis that summer during the Olympics. Yeah. And we were already, because I would we walk. going. Yeah. Because I would walk from Pete's, from my place. Right. Uh, every your, Monday night. Every Monday fucking night. <laughs> pick up a 30-pack of beers along the way. Oh, dude, we were racking them. Man, oh, we man. We were racking oh, them and stacking them, man. It was one of those hilarious. Hell of a crew. Every fucking week, every Monday, Pop Man would open up the fridge and go, oh, can I get one of these Coors Lights? And I'm like, I brought them for all of us, Jesse. Uh, Only the pop man would be like, oh, these 30 beers are yours, but uh, you think I can grab You think you missed six? a couple, one or two, six, nine, eight? Um, hell yeah, man. Kodobushi. I got to rewatch that uh, Nakamura dome match with him. Mm, yeah. But, uh, you know. Big time. Guy's unbelievable. We'll see. He he he. Clearly, he's going to show up at all All Elite because he can show up anywhere he wants. That's right. You know? Anywhere. Anywhere. Probably a few surprises this Sunday. You never know. I'm not I'm not saying Kodobushi, but you know, they usually throw a couple surprises our way come Sunday. <sighs> yeah. That's what I want. Royal Rumble is always good for, you know, the legends spot. 
Yeah. They're always good for a couple. It's funny because the women's rumble is really takes a lot of heat off of that because they don't have enough women in right. the current roster to fill 30 spots. So they, they rely heavily on that. Yeah. You know, Kelly, Kelly, Trish Stratus, Lita, blah, blah, blah. Sure. But hey, man. Alundra Blaze. Alundra Blaze. Vince, where can the kids find you online? At Vince Averill on Twitter, Vince.Averill on Instagram, and April 6th in New York City, the pit. Dash NYC.com for tickets. Live show, Mania Weekend. It's going to be fucking sweet. We're not, we're not fucking around. Get your tickets now. Because it's also going to cost more at the door anyway, so you might as well just get it. Right. Just bite the bullet. Do it. Mm, this is your old pal Matt McCarthy encouraging you to follow me on all forms of social media at McCarthy Redhead this Friday every Friday brand new issues of Matt McCarthy's podcast I am justifying my movie collection do me a favor and rate and review to, and subscribe to that uh, as well who doesn't love movies we make movies god damn rate review and subscribe to this podcast um, we will see you at the live show if not sooner and uh, if you ever see me or Vince at any professional wrestling events, please come say hi and say what's up. Definitely. Indeed. We watch wrestling together. We. That's the first word in this podcast is we. It's not wrestling. It's we. That's me. That's Vince. That's all of us. We're in this together, kids. Mmm. Patreon. Let's do a couple shout outs to those Patreon patrons, you goddamn fucking patrons. You're patronizing. This mm. week, we've got one new patron, and his name is Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Johnny, the one. <laughs> I think it's going to be you and Cena. Mania, main event. Mm, yeah, goddamn. Hang tight for a Colt Cabana. A special message from our friend and yours, Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. That was a HeadGum podcast. Hey, this is Colt Cabana. I've been wrestling on the independent wrestling scene for the past 20 years. From the gathering of the Juggalos to the border towns in Mexico. My podcast is The Art of Wrestling, and each week I document my adventures. We're in Winchow, which is about an hour outside of Shanghai by flight. So the sumo hall, the whole bottom is like where they watch sumo wrestling. The ring is in the middle, so there's chairs there. And then the whole there's a whole top tier too, right? Yeah. I'm coming up on 18 years of independent professional wrestling and nothing but. And to see it get to this level, I've got goosebumps like three times during the show. As a guy who had a, a snake his whole career, do you feel akin to like the animals here and stuff? Just a freak show part of it. There you go. Yeah. We're on a boat in the middle of nowhere and this thing came flapping in and it was like in slow motion. It just crashed. It, was it crashed into the front row. Hear a new documentary every week about the weird world of pro wrestling, the art of wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts or colcabana.com. <laughs>